0: Welcome to this week's edition of the Kingdom Living Series podcast with Glenn Ruffell. Hey, Glenn, how are you today?
1: I'm doing fantastic.
0: We have just been on such a good roll. Uh, The last episode was such a, um, I guess, an affirming message. Victor, not victim. Something that, uh, as we go through and we talk about the basis of the series, the fraud series, which Glenn is... uh, was an outgrowth of something you've been doing since 2006 with the REPL Minute, that daily Monday through Friday uh, biblical inspirational piece. And then uh, several years back, the Lord gave you uh, those 40 messages that comprise the Fraud Series. Really, it's about your identity. And so when we talk about things like victor, not victim, you're reaffirming what God's view of how we relate to him is, as believers saved by the blood of Jesus. And we've had so many good messages here recently, everything from justice to beloved. Um, It's just really great teaching, and I'm really excited about the title. I think it's going to catch a lot of people's attention today because many of us think, um, you know, to be honest, when we hear a title like today's title, we think in terms of a carnal thing, but what we're going to explore today is going to take everything about heavenly treasures to a whole, whole new revelation, Glenn. I'm just really excited for us to get started. And viewer, if you're new to this, I want to remind you that all these tools are available right there on the REPL Minute, uh, absolutely free of charge. We always uh, kind of say you're going to go there and you're not going to see a donate button or anything. You're just going to see lots of information. And Glenn, as we also talk about uh, as we go through our teachings, these are not opinion shows. We are literally uh, studying the Word of God in the Holy Bible, which makes this even that much more um, more important to get at God's truth.
1: Yeah. Amen. Amen. And again, Carrie, as we've said, too, is, is that you're going to see in today's teaching, you can see scripture, you can see from various different translations and versions, mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you go, "Wow, that word came out!" And you see when that happened. Like I just got this week, and go, "Wow, I've been speaking this scripture, but wow, there's a word in here. I want to go look at it." And in a different translation, "treasure" came alive. We're going to see because because we speak in several of the scriptures uh, that we've been speaking over the last years anyway about treasures. Let's open that up. And what are heavenly treasures? What are heavenly treasures? And then what is the difference between giving? And generosity, and then uh, why are you serving, and why are you giving, and what's the motive? And this is a big point. what's the motive of the heart? And as and and one of the main scriptures we're going to be uh, looking at uh, today uh, is is the scripture is is uh, uh, in Matthew six verses 1980. We want to put the proverbial uh, uh, fraud fire extinguishers on earthly treasure. We're going to put that, that fire extinguisher on earthly treasure, and we're going to bring in the heavenly treasure and, and explain and understand what heavenly treasures really are. And, and again, we know this verse, but we need to understand a little more about treasure and what, what it really is. And again, in Matthew 6, 19 through 21, uh, Jesus is teaching here. He says, don't store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth, uh, and and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves don't break in and steal. For where this is so, but where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So let let's look at at uh, kind of our core that we've always had uh, as 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 our. Uh, uh, you know our our diagram here uh and 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 we've been teaching on this uh, and, and it's so key to what what we do and to understand that that the green line living and red line living is that the big question we ask in in the book fraud in the beginning is what are the three greatest historical events ever 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 and 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 again, because uh, we look at history as kind of short-term history, but but it's forever. It's a forever history because the green line is what God's intended purpose has been for mankind is to live forever abundantly live forever so the first and greatest historical event is when god spoke creation into existence and said let there be light and he spoke it into existence his word his word we're going to see the word of god today is is, is alive and active and sharper than a double-edged sword we to be speaking about that but creation came into existence and the word is jesus and, and and the source of life came through the Lord Jesus Christ through God and he spoke it into existence and created man and this is so important because because we look at this actually as today and that was the big accusation against Jesus he would he, he created blasphemy he said he is God well man was created in God's image and likeness just like God as a spirit being with a body uh, to, to have dominion and rule over the earth and that was the whole idea of, of, of creation to have man to bring heaven to earth and so how did that work out and, and, and in the middle of the garden, there was really two trees. We had the tree of life, which is the tree of love and the destiny and the purpose that God has given to man. And, and then the other tree was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil I call that the tree of death. So you have the tree of life and the tree of death. And, and Adam chose to listen to the, uh, to the serpent and take the temptation, and the rebellion entered in, and the fall entered in. So the greatest, the second greatest historical event is the fall of man, and, and death entered in, because that was not the intention of God, is for man to die spiritually and physically. That was never the intent. And that's when sickness and disease came in. And again, we're born into that red line living with, with the selfish desires uh, that we've got. and and seeking me first versus seeking the kingdom of God first, and we have all the symptoms of this, which is the guilt and the shame, the pain, the condemnation, the inferiority complex, this orphan spirit looking for our father, and the spirit of rejection, the spirit of injustice, the spirit of fear that's there, and thanks be to God that he loved us so much, and he knew, he knew before the foundation of the earth that, that there would be redemption coming in, which is the third and greatest uh, historical event is is the redemption through the blood of Jesus Christ that he redeemed and recreated us into his image and likeness. And heaven came to earth through Jesus to live inside a man, the kingdom of God living inside a man. And when we receive this, here we are 2,000 years later from, from this great event, and we have the opportunity to enter into that timeline, to be outside of time, to be to be on that, that, that new creation life that we have in Christ Jesus, living the Holy Spirit, living inside of us. We enter. Into that veil, the tree of life is is open, and we enter into that everlasting life, both physically, spiritually, and in that life now. And seeing the kingdom of darkness is so important, we grasp this idea too, because darkness represents mankind's ignorance of the redeemed identity and, and innocence. Darkness represents mankind's uh, ignorance, ignorance of the redeemed identity and innocence, because it's 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 trying to keep us down there. Meaning. Oh, you're going to live forever? Wait, wait, no, no, no. See, that's that darkness thinking. It's the I am not tree versus the I am tree. It's the uh, we have the tree of life. We enter, the veil's been torn. We enter into life everlasting. We have life abundantly now. It's not the idea of die to get to heaven. Heaven came to earth to live inside of us now. So one of the scriptures that that's really, uh, really interesting to do is is when Samuel was looking for a king, uh, and, and, and uh, he, he, he asked this question as he's looking at uh, at Jesse's uh, sons, and, and, and he says, uh, but the Lord said to Samuel, look not on his appearance or on the height of his stature, for I've rejected him. So look at this, for the Lord sees, for the Lord sees not as man sees. God sees differently the way man sees. For man looks on the outward appearance, which is again, his height and stature. Uh, He looks at man on the outside. Man looks at the outward appearance, but what does God look at? God, the Lord looks at the heart of man. He looks at the heart of man. So it's important that we grasp this idea of the heart, because we'll be talking about the heart uh, more and more, and this is one of our staple scriptures that we've been using over the last six months, maybe nine months. And this is so important because we see treasures. Look at the treasures in this scripture as as we talk about this. And this is Colossians three verses one through four. And again, I've personalized this because I'm putting in uh, I and my and I'm taking ownership to this, and and, and this is for us to understand, because when you look at the scriptures, uh, put yourself into the scriptures, because that's really what it is. From Genesis to Revelation, it's all about pointing us to Jesus, the Messiah, the Savior, the Lord, the Creator, the source of life. So uh, Christ's resurrection is my, Carrie, yours, my, our, everybody? Listen, is our resurrection too? Christ's resurrection is my resurrection too. This is why I yearn for all that is from above, not from below, that red line, but from the to, from the to the green line, eternal, the treasure, the heavenly treasures. For that's. Uh, for all that is from above but that's where Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. So here we go. let's look at this because we're starting to get into treasures so yes, I feast, I eat on, I eat on, I eat on the word of God. I feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm. I'm feasting on the word. I feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill my thoughts, with what the real the real thoughts the the heavenly realities because that's that's the reality because because heaven the unseen created the seen and and we're spirit beings made in the image and likeness of God and with a body that that is that heaven has come to earth to live inside of this body through the spirit of God with a cellular system a nervous system and the wisdom of God living inside of us and so so fill my thoughts with heavenly reality and not with the distractions of the natural realm, not with the news of the day, not with the kingdom of man, but with the kingdom of God. And my crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life. And now and now, my true life, my true life is hidden away in, in God, in Christ, in Christ, in God, in Christ. And this verse is so key to As Christ And again, this is the view, this is the way to see now, to see into the spiritual, as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, to see with a spiritual eyes, to see with a revelation eyes, as Christ is seen, himself is seen for who he really is, who, Carrie, Glenn, who we really are will also be revealed. So as we're able to see Christ for who he really is and what he has done, how much he's loved us, we're gonna understand that love, we're gonna understand the grace and our heart is gonna be open And the revelation of who Christ is and who we are will also be revealed. And this this is a part of the revelation. For I am, for you are, we are one. We are now one with him in his glory. It's not something we wait for. It's something he gave to us 2,000 years ago, the redemption, the Messiah has come. He's redeemed man. He's restored us. He's recreated us into that image and likeness, the intended purpose from the beginning of time. And we're outside of time. We're spirit beings living inside of a a body that he has created uh, for us to live in. So, and and this, this is a verse that is so important. We know this verse, but, but we're, but it's so important. Uh, We're going to see this in three different translations to just really hear, hear the power that's behind this. This is Hebrews 4.12. And the first we're going to read in the New King James uh, version. So for the word, for the word of God, that's Jesus. The word of God is live. it's alive, it's living, it's powerful. And it's sharper than a double-edged sword. And what it's doing is piercing even to the division of the soul and the spirit of the joints of the marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. And the heart is, is the soul. So we have the spirit, the soul, and the body. So the soul is the mind, will, and emotion. So it's a discern, the word of God Uh, speaks. The Word of God, it touches the hearts and the thoughts, and it brings out the truth. And then we see in the Amplified Translation, for the Word of God speaks, is alive and full of power, making it Active, operating. Look at this, energizing and effective. So the word of God speaks is alive, full of power, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. And again, see, and again, I know when I read the word, I, sometimes I get chills. I, I, I just, uh, it's like, wow, the power just energizes, and 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 it's sharper than a double edged sword because what it's doing is, it's penetrating the fraud. Of of my old way of thinking and bringing in the new creation, thinking of the wisdom of God and just filling my life with the with the with with the, the life filling water that comes from heaven, just gushing out of it, it's sharper than a double edged sword, penetrating and dividing line of the breath of life, soul and the immortal spirit and the joints and marrow of the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and shifting and analyzing and judging the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. Or what are the modes of the heart? And then we read in the Passion Translation, for we have the living, the living, the living, it's alive, it's active, uh, word of God, which is full of energy, like a double mouth sword. So that double mouth sword is God's word speaking through us. So when we when God's word speaks through us, so with Carrie and I speaking today, that's God's word speaking through us. That's not me speaking, that's his word. And and he speaks truth and life. So it's not Glenn's speaking is the holy spirit and if it penetrates your heart that's god's word getting in there and and is dividing and bringing life because he's a god of life he's the tree of life not the tree of good and evil of death he's life speaking into you and he's and it's full of energy it's full of power it's a live it's the light it lights up those cells and gives you energy it brings heal. it's a healing power too so it's a double mouth double-edged sword that just speaks His word speaking through man, through his word, through the word of God, and and it even penetrates to the very core of our being, where soul and spirit, bone and marrow meet. It interprets and reveals the true thoughts and secret motives of the heart. Now, this is something that I've been speaking. I just got this week, which was really kind of neat, was uh, your word have I hid, hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you." And I knew that, and I knew that, and I would speak, and I'm going, what's it really mean? And and that's in the New King James Version. And then and then in the Amplified, your word have I laid up, so it's hidden and laid up, because I was asking the words, what's hidden really mean? Because it, and I'm going, wait, if your word's hidden in my heart, what's, what's it really mean? Um, so in, in here, your word, have I laid up in my heart that I may not sin against you. And then also here in the passion a translation, it opened up a lot more. I consider your word to be my greatest, look at this, treasure. I consider your word to be my greatest treasure. And I treasure it. I treasure it. In where? In my heart. And that's so important because because somehow my my thinking was I've hidden your word you know you know because I look at hiding as burying something so I've I've buried your word but here it comes alive in this trans I consider your word to be my greatest it's a joy it's a treasure and I treasure it in my heart and my my mind will and emotions I'm, I'm I'm treasuring it and and to to keep me from committing sins treason against you to believe that i'm not in the tree of life i i can i i am who i am my identity you've redeemed me you've recreated me into your image and likeness And so I don't wanna have that belief system of who I am not, it's who I am. And I'm committing treason when I think less of what you've done to redeem me. So my focus is, as Christ is seen for who he really is, who I really am will also be revealed because we're we're now in his glory. We're with him in his glory now. So I wanna focus on the revelation of who Jesus is from Genesis through revelation. So that's the treasure is in his word. And that was so neat to, to get that this week. So, this is something that 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 is is important to us. Also, is 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 in First uh, uh, John two fifteen through seventeen. Is is uh, see because what we're we're going to be talking about is don't store do not store up your treasures in uh, on earth. And we're going to be talking about it. and here's one that kind of a, a scripture that ties into. Do not love the world. And what and it defines it of of the sin uh, that opposes God and His precepts, nor the things that are in the world. If anyone loves the world, what happens? The love of the Father is not in them; it's not reflected. That word's not alive and active. It's it's the the river of living water's not flowing through them. For all that is in the world, and this starts giving some of the desires of storing up the treasures here on earth, the lust and the sensual cravings of the flesh. So we have we have the spirit, the soul, and the body, and the flesh, and the flesh of the five senses, and those are those desires, those cravings of the flesh, and the lust of longing of the eyes. So we we, we have the eyes of Christ. When we have our physical eyes we want to see with spiritual eyes. And the boasting of, of, of pride of life, the pretentious uh, confidence in one's resources are in the stability of earthly things. See, this is defining again, storing up treasures here on earth. You know, it's this lust. It, it, it's, it's, the, it's the flesh that's driving us. These do not come from the Father, but from the world. So the love of the Father is not in us when we when these things look attractive. The world is passing away with its lust, the shameful pursuits and ungodly longings. But the one who does the will of God carries out his purposes and lives forever. And that's where that's the green line, because we've we've rejected. Uh, the red line, we're receiving the new creation life inside of us, and these these purposes become uh, real to us through, through the word of God living inside of us. So let's look at this scripture, because this is key. This is Matthew 6, 19 through 24, and you can see something a little different uh, in here uh, that, that the Lord revealed to me as we go through this. And, and uh, this is a combination of the, the Passion Translation with some notes in here, and then also the Amplified Translation that we're going to uh, flip over to the NIV. Do not gather and gather heap up and store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust and worm consume and destroy, and where thieves break through and steal, See, and again, see, and again, that's, that's, that, but, but it says, gather and heap up and store for yourselves treasures in heaven. Knowing our identity of who we are in Christ, where neither moth nor rust nor worm consume and destroy. Uh, And again, this is Satan just attacking our mind where thieves do not break through and steal. And here's the note. This is the note that's so important. And this is in the passions translation that the notes are heavenly, this is defining now heavenly treasures. Heavenly treasures are eternal realities. There's that that green line, And, and, and fix your thoughts on heavenly realities, and feast on the heavenly treasures, such as, how about this, loving others as Christ has loved us, doing good, And and again, that's not doing good to get good. It's doing good because out of the overflow of the heart, our mouth speak, speaking. We're going to have the abundance of love, his love flowing through us, uh, revealing truth and bringing Christ's light to the lost. See, it's bringing the truth uh, to that darkness. Now, look at this. None of these treasures can be stolen or ever lose their value our identity of who we are as born again and and having the eternal realities of the truth living in us can never lose value. And then it goes on, for where our treasure is, there will your heart be also. And again, we're look at this in another scripture. The 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 eye, the eye is the lamp of the body. So if your lie your eye is sound, your entire body will be full of the radiant light and the energy. The word of God is alive and active, and it's going to be coming through the energy and the light coming out. But but if your eye is unsound, your whole body will be full of darkness. See, that's that ignorance of knowing. Uh, the innocent, our redeemed life that we've got. If then the very light in you, your conscience is darkened, how dense is that darkness? And here comes an important scripture. No one can serve two masters, for he'll, he'll either hate the one and love the other, or he'll stand by and be de- devoted to the one and despise and be against the other. You cannot serve the green line, God, the source, the messiah of life, and mammon, the deceitful riches, money, possessions, and whatever is trusted in. So then again, this is a part of, of of the of the heart desires. So let's look at this in the NIV. And so in the NIV, and this is going to have a, a, a little twist to it that we haven't seen, and this kind of ties some things uh, together. And it says, do not store for yourselves treasures of the earth. And I think that this is the way I learned the scripture. Do not store your treasures on earth where moth and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. Do not... But, 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 store for your, but here's the but, I love the buts, but store for yourself treasures in heaven. And this is a nail scripture where moth and vermin do not destroy and where their thieves do not break in a seal. And again, this is our thought life. This is our thought life. What are we thinking about? Are we thinking about the treasures uh, 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 on earth? Are we thinking about the heavenly realities? For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Awesome. So the eye is the lamp of the body, and if your eyes are healthy, the eye is the lamp to the body, and if your eyes are healthy, and there's a little footnote here. We're going to get to the footnote in a second. If they're healthy, your whole body will be full of light and life and the energy that comes from the Word of God, the Holy Spirit living inside us. But but if your eyes are what? unhealthy, and there's a little footnote here, we're going to get to that, your whole body will be full of darkness. So if then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? And and, and it reads on, no one can serve two masters. Either you'll hate the one and, uh, and love the other, or you'll be devoted to the one and despise it. You cannot serve both God and money. So let's look at these two footnotes. So the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, this is generous. You'll be generous. Your whole body will be full of life. So, So a part of a healthy life is generosity. But if your eyes are unhealthy, the word here is stingy is the footnote. So we have generosity, generous, and stingy. Your whole body will be full of darkness. There's no power in a stingy, in a stingy life, and and uh, so so what we see is that the treasures on earth are 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 the temporal, the money, the confidence in the earthly seen realm of man. It's the pride of life, the self recognition, raising our own flag up to get recognition rather than. In, To God be the glory. Uh, We become, see, and and again, one of the questions asked when I do some teaching too is, is, uh, can a steward lose money? Can a steward lose money? And no, 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 a steward, only owners can. So if you've taken ownership, we're steward over all the resources that God has given us. We're steward over the earth. We're steward, uh over over our lo- our own lives because we were bought with a price. We're owned by him. We're stewards over our bodies, our mind, our souls, uh, our emotions. We're steward over all of these things. So uh, the treasures of the earth, we want to own things. No, we are stewards. We want to control. We have the power and the strength. And we carry uh, as treasure a self-righteousness versus the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus he's got through the new creation life. We have this selfish desire. And again, we trust man. We trust in man's intellect. And, and we have this love of self uh, and, and we could have a spirit of lack. I'm not good enough. You know, uh, I'll never have enough. And, and then there's this greedy uh, stingy type of thing is, is in, in, our, in our own heart. And again, what we have is a performance-based system of law, uh, I'm gonna work hard to get to God versus the grace mindset that he's completed it. There's, it's been finished and it's a matter of receiving his gift. Uh, as we receive his gift of love and grace and mercy, uh, and then we can go out and forgive others as he has forgiven us. So what we see here, the heavenly treasures are really this tree of life, this tree of generosity that we've got because he gave, he first gave and we received that gift. He loved us first. So the heavenly treasures are eternal realities such as loving others doing good, revealing truth, and bringing Christ's light into the lost. And so that's that double-edged sword of his word speaking through us, and it's penetrating the heart of man. And none of these treasures, look at that, could be stolen ever or lose their value. So as we're speaking God's, because we're in this fallen world, and so what happens, but we're not a part of that because we've been redeemed, we've been restored and recreated as Christ is, so are we in this world now. And so with that, we can speak the love, the tree of life to people. And and that love radiates through us to them. And and we can speak life into these people. And it never loses value. It'll penetrate others' hearts as we we come alongside them uh, in whatever issues going on, as we learn, as we become unoffendable. Uh, in a situation where they may be even speaking to us, but that doesn't offend us because we know who we are in Christ Jesus now. So the heavenly treasures is biblical generosity. And when we have biblical generosity of, of giving as being generous, we give to further the kingdom of God. And you'll see we give our time, talents, and our treasures. We give to glorify God. Uh, we get to give because God first gave to us and loved all mankind. We receive that gift, that gift of grace that he's given to us. We get to give out of a heart of receiving God's love and forgiveness. And it overflows out of us like the river of living water flowing through us. And, as they see, and people see the unoffended life that we live, that we're able to give that all. And then all of a sudden there's a drawing to that. And we get to give cheerfully, a cheerful giver, and in, in the and in its kingdom. Of, how can I impact the kingdom of God? Uh, and generous, generosity is a lifestyle. It has an abundant mindset. It's grateful and gracious, wanting to help others, and God will meet all their needs all of our needs. God love and said again, meeting those needs. Uh, is an everlasting need. It's, it's a mind, will, and emotions need that carries over to our body also. We recognize how much we are loved and cared for, and it meets those needs as we put on the mind of Christ and we walk in the Spirit. God's love abounds in the generous giver's life. God's love abounds in the generous giver's life, and we have everything. We have everything we need Because the Lord is my shepherd. And I have everything. I have everything that I need. And so heavenly treasures uh, is is coming from the kingdom of God. Because the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit, the triune God, uh, the Godhead lives inside of God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit uh, that that, uh, is living inside of us. And so when we recognize the heavenly treasures are eternal, uh, they're uh, the unseen, but we carry the unseen in us so people can see the seen through uh, our unoffendable life, our, our ability to forgive others, our ability to love the unlovely, the, the ability uh, to, to help those uh, with not raising the, po- the pole flag to say, look how great I am. No, we are bringing honor and glory to God and our focus is on who Jesus is. And, and the heavenly treasures are the authority and the power of attorney to use the name of Jesus Now we have the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, not by anything we've done, but everything that Jesus Christ has done to bring redemption to us. And we serve others out of the love that we've received from from Jesus, and we have the wisdom of God, and we've talked about this, the mysteries of God, in another uh, podcast, because because it's being revealed to us, and then even in today's teaching, and is the Word of God that double-edged sword is speaking word through me and carried today, and that penetrates and brings out the mysteries of the revelation of God, and the love of God abides in and through us. Uh, that's the heaven and the abundance. And, a, and, and it's a healthy, generous life, and we have the redemption of the new creation in, in Christ Jesus. And so we have this difference here of these heavenly treasures, because we have giving, and we have generosity. Uh, we have giving, uh, when, when we're just giving, it's what you do, but when we have generosity, it's who you are, then becomes what you do. Is it, it is that it's our identity of who we are, knowing we're new creations in Christ Jesus, knowing that we're loved, that we're sons and daughters, we're in the family of God. And giving is is something you have to do. It's it's almost like a guilt thing. I got I gotta give uh, to to get righteous. I've got I gotta do this. No. Uh, yet we we get to give out of an out of an overflow of the heart is that, that river of living water flowing through us, the source of life, uh, the tree of life is flowing through us. And we get to give out of a heart of love. And, and giving is a can be a selfish motivation and, and to think and that we gain recognition. Uh, here, generosity is giving to build, to build the kingdom of God, that other people would enter in to that love, that restored, that redeemed life that we have through the source of life, through the Holy Spirit living inside of us. Giving uh, uh, is a financial process whereas generosity is is a spiritual act. generosity is a spiritual act of worship and praising God and, and to God be the glory. And giving uh, trusts many times in our, in our own riches uh, tr- uh, whereas generosity is trusting the Lord with all of our heart. see because many times when we get when we're giving, we're thinking oh I'm that, that, that's going away. Uh, my time. See, and again, we're talking about our time, talents, and our treasures. But again, the the giving that we 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 associate so many times is the giving of money, and we we think that when we're giving it away, whose is it anyway? It's it's the Lord Jesus. It is His. He owns it all. So we're being stewards. So We think about when we give something away, we have less. Well, actually, we give. We have more in abundance. We're giving it with the right heart, and then giving we think of it as temporal, whereas. Whereas in generosity, it's redeeming, it's eternal, and I'll never lose value. So we give our time, our talents, and our treasures uh, because we're outside of time. And 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 we we give of that time to people. And and again, we can give with money. And generosity comes from a heart filled with grace, forgiveness, and, and love. And so what we have also is is this idea that. That uh, and, and again in Romans eight two and I just love this scripture and what I've done is I've tied these two trees together and and Christ died for us as a gift of grace uh, out of love and of generosity, he gave, he gave so we can have, we can have abundantly and to have the heavenly treasures now. And so we have the tree of life, which is a generosity tree of love. And that love is overflowing out of us. It's it's, it's patient. It's kind. It's truthful. It trusts and it hopes, and, and that's in First Corinthians thirteen. And then we have the fruit of it, the tree of life, and the generosity that flows out of it, versus the stingy life that's holding holding on uh, to things. And and that's that tree of death. We have the tree of life, the tree of death, and that's the stinginess that comes. And so, what God in Romans eight two is for the law of the spirit of life, the spirit of life. In Christ Jesus. And we're in Christ Jesus. We're the new creation of life. We've been redeemed. We've been healed. We've been, we've been restored into that image and likeness. And that's spiritual and physically. We've been healed. In healing, those cells in your body, those cancer cells cannot live inside of you because you've been redeemed, you've been restored, you've been held, uh, you've been healed and the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me has made you free from the law of sin and death from that stingy death to the generous life tree that God has sacrificed for us to give us life and so what what I see and I want to end with here is is again is is these three lines and down at the bottom I am we are a new creation in Christ Jesus. And that's 2 Corinthians 5, uh, uh, 19. And, And we are new creations in Christ. The old is gone, the new is here. And in this, we have this new creation. And now our generosity wants to flow with our time, our talent, and our treasures to bring the transformed lives of our heart, and we focus on what Jesus has done. So, out of that overflow, now this is is a financial chart here, but it's showing two sides to it, which is our work side. And 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 uh, when God spoke to Moses, and, and and the people were in in slavery, and Moses, uh, he, he spoke to Moses. He says, "Go to the Pharaoh." And and ask the pharaoh and tell the pharaoh to let my people go so that they can worship. And the word worship there in Hebrew is the word avidah, and and the word avidah means that our 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 work is service. Uh, our work is 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 uh, uh, service is, uh, uh, is is our work is, is a form of worship. It's service. And as we serve and worship, we're redeeming. It's a form of redemption that we're performing through our service and worship and our work. It's all tied together. And inside of that, we have given generally out of the gifts of our income to further the kingdom of God, to further uh the word of God uh, speaking through lives to change the hearts of men to speak the new creation life to speak the, the uh uh the transformed life that we have and we give of our time our talents and our treasures and again see we are now outside of time we're on that green line so giving of our time and a given of our talents our skills and abilities uh to speak people. And then we have, which most people miss, is we have the gift of assets, of learning how to give these gifts of assets also into the kingdom as a way of transferring these assets, either now or later, uh, we we can give them away. And so we don't think about these, but there's many tools that are available to people uh, to, to bring the gifts of assets into the kingdom of God. And, and and use tax structures, but the point being is that we want to give, that we have the heavenly treasures uh, that are coming, and we want to see others join in. So we move out, and we speak life through that double-edged sword uh, that's available to us. The Word of God is that double-edged sword uh, that speaks life. So we, we, we're speaking life into other people's life as we speak with the heavenly realities that we've got and speak in the heavenly treasures, and that's overflowing through us and everything that we do through our work, through our time, our talents, and our treasures. We turn those over because we're not owners. We're stewards over everything. We're stewards over his word. We're stewards over our mouths because of the overflow of our heart, our mouth speaks, and that mouth wants to speak what's in our heart, which has been redeemed, and that's the word of God, that does not return void. Amen and amen.
0: You know, Glenn, that's why I love that word that you bring up, avidah, meaning to worship, and it's the combination of work and worship together, because, you know, God in Genesis, called us to be uh, go forth and subdue the earth, and and that that is rightful uh, position. And I think it's interesting as we go through today's teaching how you reinforce that through Scripture by understanding our position relationally. But then at the at the other side of it, we always wind up at the point that we do at the close of each Kingdom Living podcast where we talk about the Believer's Declaration of of Legal Rights. I think for so many people, they don't get that, uh, some of these uh, topics that we've talked about over and over. Like Glenn, we talk about heaven is open now. We talk about, um, you know, we have this conversation almost at some degree each week that instead of waiting for a quote, sweet by and by or something like that, that maybe historically religion has taught us, Um, that when we study our Bible and see who God has called us to be, he's really calling us to be, you know, John 3, 16, have life and have it more abundantly. And that's what we're talking about here, Glenn.
1: Amen. We are Jesus. We are Jesus here on earth now. And again, he was, he was accused of blasphemy. Well, hopefully we'll be accused of blasphemy too, because we're like, you know now and we have to understand because that, that's the power We're in his family We're made in that image and likeness and that's a part of the declaration that that we normally see but but in in each of the chapters pretty much uh, it closes uh, with Jesus Christ legally and judicially restored you back to your legal family as a child of God and in the image and likeness of God. And we, and we have these judicial rights that we have now as sons and daughters uh, to live on earth. And it's just so important that we we, we just grasp this identity, and that's been one of the things. As the feedback has come uh, about the book, is is we're getting the feedback from schools and from ministries and 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 uh, crisis pregnancy centers and and places with youth, uh, because right now identity is under attack. The family is under attack, and and with that. Uh, the airwaves are filled with his glory. So we're just so thankful that we can share this time together, uh, mm-hmm. that, that the the word of God, it's not going to return
0: void. It's going to penetrate your lives. Yeah, you know, and Glenn, again, the book that we're talking about here is fraud, what God has to say about the tactics of the enemy. And as you were pointing out, uh, uh, two things. One, when you have the opportunity to present this, uh, in a speaking engagement, people are coming up to you and they're explaining that this is really helping them to get a handle on their identity. Because, you know, Lord knows if you spend some time watching news broadcasts or things like that, you would think there was a great deal of confusion about uh, who we are out there. And there must be. But, but in biblical truth, if we follow who God calls us to be, it's already here. And that's why another uh, resource that we often point to Uh, That you have in the back of the book is uh, Who I Am in Christ. And it's a series of affirmations that kind of follow in the pattern of believers' declaration of legal rights. And, Gwen, I think one of the things that's important is it almost sounds braggadocious, if you will, when you read some of these things, but yet each single um, promise is backed up by scripture. And I think that's the point that the enemy. Is always wanting us to um, not take take full advantage of, or not take full understanding of.
1: Yeah. yeah, we're not we're not stepchildren. We are children of God, right? And He loves us, and that's so important. So let's let, let's read this. So the, this it's, is the believer's declaration of legal rights. And again, I, I like what you said there, Kerry, is that the enemy doesn't want us to know our identity of who we are and what the word of God has spoken to us here. So I am a special race. I'm in that special race of being sons and daughters of, the, of, of of God. I'm in a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, in the church, this body of Christ in a kingdom of priests. I belong to the family of God. So you have that orphan spirit. Know that you're Father. You're a part of the family of God. I can enter into God's presence boldly when? When I die and go to heaven? No, boldly now. I, I have been recreated into God's image and likeness of love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. That's the kingdom of God now. I am restored, redeemed and recreated back with God the Father, God the Son and God the Holy Spirit living where in me now. I have the word of God, I have Christ, I have Jesus dwelling in me. I have the I I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise which is the robe of righteousness. I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of jesus yeshua i have legal authority as a believer over the principalities and powers and rulers of the kingdom of darkness we have that where we have the dominion over that now i have through the holy spirit living in me the resurrection power to cast out demons and to lay hands on the sick and they are healed amen
0: Wow, Glenn! You know, and that's also why, uh, viewer or listener, if you're new to this, uh, you know we we are literally reaching uh, the better part of a million people every uh, every month, uh, every four weeks or so uh, through these um, Kingdom Living podcasts. So there's a lot of people who are just now discovering this. If you are, I want to encourage you to look at the because you're going to find a great wealth of resources there. Uh, One thing you won't find is a donate button uh, because um, we've had that conversation before. This is service to, uh, this is service by sharing the good news of the gospel and this information. But what you will find there is you will find uh, the REPL Minute that daily Monday through Friday. um, I call it a, a biblical positive motivational moment a great way to start your day you'll also find all the kingdom living resources and if you're new to this you may want to go back and pick up certain uh really key teachings like the three greatest historical events i believe was the title of the very first kingdom living episode there's some great uh episodes in there that specifically talk about uh green line red line teaching uh, to the fullest and just a lot of great messages in there uh, like we talked about a little bit at the beginning, um, that you really want to take advantage of. There's some great uh, Bible studies on time and time and eternity. Um, there's uh, some great things know and experience. I am. Um, there's a great teaching in the name of Jesus. All these will help you to uh, appropriate the things of the kingdom, Glenn. And and this is why it's always such a such a great opportunity to get together, study the Bible. And then to pray literally for the uh, for the for the millions of people that we have the privilege of impacting uh, through the through the through the Bible message um, every every quarter or so.
1: Yeah, and again, yeah, the the Word of God is, and it's so neat because we see such a hunger and a thirst for the Word of God, and now we have this medium of of the internet, the way to get it out there. That that you know, thirty minutes on a Sunday or what is is not enough. And so, as people dig into the Word of God, uh, it it is a revelation book. It's a spiritual book uh, written written by spiritual men for spiritual human beings, which is us. We're spirit. And so, so with that, we, it's speaking spiritual life to us and it reveals to us and ask the questions. You're going to find the Holy Spirit's going to give you the answers. And it's so much fun when he reveals these answers to you. So let's go before the Lord. Father, we, we thank you. We praise you. We praise you that, that we are a new creations, life. We've been made in your image and likeness. And Father, we just, we just thank you. We just, we don't focus our eyes on Jesus. We want to focus our eyes. May we have the eyes of Christ and fill our hearts with your love. And Father, we just, we just thank you. We praise you. We praise you uh, for, for the love that you have for us. And, and we receive all that love. We thank you for the healing of our mind and our wills and our emotions that goes on and to our body that, that you have done. You took all of that on the cross by your stripes, By your stripes, by your stripes, as you were beaten by your stripes, we are healed. You healed all. You forgave all the sins and healed all the diseases. We just thank you for the forgiveness of sins and the healing of all the sickness and disease that we have been made alive. Father, we praise you. We thank you for your word that it does not
0: return void. To God be the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, Glenn. And thank you, viewer, for joining us for today's edition of Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Ripple. Again, uh, you'll find lots of great resources at thereppleminute.com. And so until our next gathering, uh, God bless you, and we'll see you soon.